last week on Thomas and the Bible. The good news for the Pasal is he's still alive. Bad news is that he's still in jail. Worst news is he's still writing letters. This week to the Colosseans. The Pasal may not be able to visit Colostomy in person, but he lets them know he's watching over them in spirit. So do three sets of Christ ups every day, and of course, don't worry about those circumcisions. Yes, old time Yahweh was into that, but now it's better if you keep your penis gift wrapped for Jeebus. He then mixes it up with more Jeebus. Jeebus, 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 Jeebus. Before finally getting around to some practical instructions like wives obey your husbands and slaves obey your masters. He sends the letter off with Tychicus and Onesimus with instructions to share it with your friends. No doubt the Colosseans will be more than happy to get rid of it. That's it for Colosseans. Who's up next in the Pasal's Rolodex? Let's find out this week in Thomas and the Bible. Another week, another fantastic intro. Thank you so much. Uh, the only thing I would say, Kevin, and your intros are incredible. The only thing I would say, and this is like criticizing Michael Jordan at basketball, is I think your pop filter is not quite in place, or or maybe you don't have one. I will buy you a pop filter because your peas are hitting the mic a little hard. That is, but that is the only. That is like telling Michael Jordan like his shoe was slightly tied weirdly. Like it was a very minor thing in what are the greatest intros of all time uh, that I love so much. So thanks again. Even if you, even if your next intro is just peas just exploding into the mic, I will still t- happily take it and put it on the show because it's awesome. <laughs> so thanks, Kevin. Okay, so, um, oh, big news. I put up e- a poll for what the next book of Thomas and the Book is going to be. <laughs> T and the B can now stand for T- Thomas and the Book, I guess, uh, because, uh, you know, we're very close to moving on. After this episode is over, we will be exactly 95% done with the Bible. How weird is that, guys? This has been such a long one. Now, again, as always, we're finishing on October 5th. That date has been set in stone for quite a while now. But, uh, boy, the, the date, which is today's date, keeps moving toward that date. It's weird. I don't get, I don't know how that works, but we, yeah, like three months away. Ooh, three months away. And uh, later in October, by the way, I don't know if I've mentioned this, I'll be at the uh, Myth Information Conference in Milwaukee, which in which I'm going to be uh, talking about T and the B and kind of going over the funniest moments. I'm condensing, writing some new jokes, collecting my best jokes, making a talk out of it about the Bible. Now, that should be cool. However, there's also a Bart Ehrman debate. Bart Ehrman and Robert Price, I believe it is. Moderated by Matt Dillahunty. So this is a major awesome conference to go to anyway. So definitely come to that conference. We can meet. We can shake hands. We can talk. We can make out. Whatever you want to do. Uh, if it's Kevin, I'll do all those things. Whatever. What? <laughs> Just for the exchange for the intros. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Go to thomasandthebible.com slash poll. P-O-L-L. Do it. Go there now. It will take you three seconds. Vote on the next book. I put some options. You can also write one in if you want. Now, it doesn't have to be, you know, if people write one in, I'll interpret those if people spell them differently. or You know, I don't think the machine will do it. <laughs> Whatever polling plugin I used, I don't know that it's going to do that perfectly. And I don't think it displays it for anyone else. But anyway, you can write one in if you want. I suggest you don't because I already the write-in, there's been like one write-in and the other ones have a ton of votes. So it's probably not going to work. But you can if you want. Uh, but vote. It's really close. Now, I'm not letting it. I, at first, I thought, oh, yeah, I'll have it display the results and all that. And then I thought, you know what? I don't think I'm going to do that. I'm going to release the results in dramatic fashion, I think. I think that would be the best way to do it. Maybe I can even tell my patrons first. And uh, that'll be really cool. It's 
there's three choices that are very close right now. Now, I only just opened up the poll, so I'm sure a lot more votes will come in. But for now, it's it's close. It's going to be fascinating. I'm going with uh, whatever the listeners want to do. So again, that's thomasinthebible.com slash poll, P-O-L-L, and vote, be heard. You know, it's going to be... Uh, so it'll be your fault when the next book is not good. That's That's really the goal of this whole thing. I want to be able to blame you. Like, I don't... I don't want it to be my fault. I can't handle that responsibility. It's like, ah, oh, what are you guys making me read? So uh, <laughs> check that out. That'll be really cool. And now let's get to First and Second Thessalonians. That's what we'll be, uh, we'll be reading today. Nice, good, clean ending on First and Second Thessalonians. And uh, here's the interesting thing. Okay, First Thessalonians is the oldest piece of writing in the New Testament, 20 years after Jesus died, which is before all the Gospels uh, and all that. Second Thessalonians is fake. <laughs> it's actually written by not Pasal, which is interesting. So that'll be fun to kind of see the differences of that. Now, First Thessalonians is the first letter Pasal ever wrote. I don't get why we didn't get to hear it first, in the read it first, rather. That would have been maybe the way I would do it. <laughs> if you ask me, I probably would have done things in order. And not included the ones that were fake. But, you know, it's it's hard. It's a perfect book. God is a perfect being. It's hard for him to get everything perfect, though. I mean, <laughs> nobody's perfect. Well, no, he is perfect. But it's that doesn't mean that he can do things perfectly well. No, wait, it does mean that. But he he was particularly tired that day. Yeah, I don't know. There's no excuse. It doesn't make any sense. All right, here we go. First Thessalonians. Uh, that's, or, yeah, as... Donald Trump would call it 1 Thessalonians 1. <laughs> Paul and Silvanus and Timotheus uh, unto the church of Thessalonians, which is in the God of... Again, this is the heading. This is just the like the addressee uh, and the addressers. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. We just talked to him. He sends... He couldn't be here. Sorry he couldn't be here, but he sends his best wishes. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, in the sight of God and our Father, knowing, brethren beloved, your election of God. Yeah, they held an election and God won just barely. He just got enough electoral votes to win. For our gospel came not unto you but in word only, but also in prayer and in the Holy Ghost and in as much assurance as ye know what manner of men were among you and for your sake. And ye became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction and with joy of the Holy Ghost, so that ye were in samples to all that believe in Macedonia and in Achaia. For from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and in Achaia, but also in every place your faith to Godward is spread abroad so that we need not to speak anything. So then why are you writing this friggin' letter? Just to give them a little congratulations here. We put in 20 bucks, 20 bucks for you. That's what we, <laughs> we wanted to get you something nice. We're kind of poor for they, them, you know, it's actually just a $20 gift card. It's like, <laughs> you get yourself a couple burritos. For they themselves shew of us what manner of entering in we had unto you, 
and how ye turn to God from idols to serve the living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. Oh, that's already Thessalonians 1. We're already done. That's already, it's over. We're on First Thessalonians 2. For yourselves, brethren, know our entrance in unto you, that it was not in vain, but even after that we had suffered before and were shamefully entreated, as ye know, at Philippi, those assholes, we were bold in our God to speak unto you the gospel of God with much contention. For our exhortation was not of deceit, nor of uncleanliness, nor in guile, but as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak not as pleasing men, but God, which trieth our hearts. For neither at any time used we flattering words, as ye know, nor a cloak of covetousness, God is witness. Nor of men sought we glory, neither of you nor yet of others, when we might have been burdensome as the apostles of Christ. But we were gentle among you, even as a nurse cherisheth her children. So being affectionately desirous of you, we were willing to have imparted unto you not the gospel of God only, but also our own souls, because ye were dear unto us. For ye remember, brethren, our laboring and travail, for laboring night and day, because we would not be changeable, sorry, chargeable unto any of you. We preached unto you the gospel of God. So he's, He's talking about like, oh, we're pretty great because we didn't, we weren't a burden to you. We didn't ask you for anything. We, you know, we kind of didn't ask you for money. We just made the message known and we treated you nice. Like it's whatever. They're kind of bragging about themselves. Remember, this is three guys, Pasal, Timothy, and somebody else. <laughs> I don't know. Some guy no one cares about. He's just like, hey, are, are you writing a letter? Yeah, yeah, we're writing a letter. Oh, can you put my name on it? I'll, I'll contribute. Yeah, okay, whatever. I don't, <laughs> it doesn't matter. We'll put it, we'll put you down. Just, it's fine. Just don't, we got the letter handled. Ye are witnesses, and God also, how holily, <laughs> I like that, holily and justly and unblameably we behaved ourselves among you that believe. As ye know, how we extorted and comforted and charged every one of you as a father doth his children that ye would walk worthy of God, who hath called you unto his kingdom and glory. For this cause, also thank we God without ceasing, because when ye received the word of God which ye heard of us, ye received it not as the word of men, but as in truth the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. For ye, brethren, became followers of the church of God in which Judea uh, are in Christ Jesus, for ye also have suffered like things of your own countrymen, even as they have of the Jews, who both killed the Lord Jesus. Ooh, so this is where we really go anti-Jew here. He's like, hey, you know who killed the Lord Jesus? The Jews, all of them, every single one of them, uh, who both killed the Lord Jesus and their own prophets and have persecuted us, and they please not God and are contrary to all men, forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles that might be saved, to fill up their sins alway. For the wrath is come upon them to the uttermost. But we, brethren, being taken from you for a short time in presence, not in heart, endeavored the more abundantly to see your face with great desire. Wherefore we would have come unto you, even I, Paul, once and again, but Satan hindered us. For what is our hope, or joy, or crown of rejoicing? Are not even ye in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? For ye are our glory and joy."
So yeah, he's just talking shit on the Jews. He's like, yeah, they're the worst, and uh, they're probably going to have like a Holocaust coming at some point. <laughs> so just some, you know, just stuff like that. And then uh, we're on to 1 Thessalonians 3rd. <laughs> Wherefore, when we could no longer forbear, we thought it good to be left at Athens alone, and sent Timotheus, our brother and minister of God, and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ to establish you and comfort you concerning your faith. So he sent his man, Timothy. I, I really do hope, we'll never know, but I really hope Pasal and Timotheus were gay and just lovers. I, it, it would just make my day, really would. That no man should be moved by these afflictions, for yourselves know that we were appointed thereunto. For verily, when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulation, even as it came to pass, and ye know. For this cause, when I could no longer forbear, I sent to know your faith, lest by some means the tempter have tempted you, and our labor be in vain. But now, when Timotheus came from you unto us, and brought us good tidings of your faith and charity, and that ye have good remembrance of us always, desiring greatly to see us, and we also to see you. Therefore, brethren, we were comforted over you in all our affliction and distress by your faith. For now we live, if ye stand fast in the Lord. For what thanks can we render to God again for you, for all the joy wherewith we joy for your sakes before our God, night and day praying exceedingly that we might see your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. Now God himself and our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way unto you. And the Lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another and toward all men, even as we do toward you. To the end, he may establish He may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God, even our Father, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. All right, that's the end of Thessalonians. First Less Thessalonians 3, now we're on to 4. All right, in this one, we're going to get a bunch of predictions about the end of the world, I think. Furthermore, then, we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus, that as ye have received of us how ye ought to walk and please God, so ye would abound more and more. For ye know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, whatever. I've, I'm out. <laughs> Even if I was a follower, for, yeah, I did believe in the whole Jesus, whatever. But I'm, I'm out. Once you, once you have me abstaining from fornication, uh, I'll take my chances. I'll take my chances that there's going to be a, you know, hellfire and whatever. Eh. I mean, really, like, what's worse? I don't. <laughs> that every one of you should know how to possess in his vessel. Sorry, his vessel in sanctification and honor. Yeah, because we're all a vessel. We're all a vessel for the Lord. Not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles which know not God, that no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter, because that the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we have also have for have, sorry, as we also have forewarned you and testified, for God hath not called us into uncleanness, but unto holiness. He therefore that despiseth despiseth not man but God who hath also given us unto his Holy Spirit. But as touching brotherly love, ye need not that I write unto you, for ye yourselves are taught of God how to love one another. 
Yeah, just do it. Leave room for Jesus. <laughs> Love one another very uh, spaciously. Uh, just no, not close. No touching. And indeed, ye do it toward all the brethren which are in all of Macedonia. But we dis- we beseech you, brethren, that ye increase more and more, and that ye study to be quiet and do your own business and to work with your own hands as we commanded you, that ye may walk honestly toward them that are without and that ye may have, la- uh, have lack of nothing. But I would not have you be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them which also sleep, in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. The trump, it's not even trumpet, it just says trump. It, could this be the end times? <laughs> We've got the trump of God right now. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Yeah, so, once again, as I've said many times, it sounds like they believe this is happening any minute. Like, he's like, okay, so, first off, anyone who's died before Jesus, as long as they were cool, then, you know, they're good. (laughs) Somehow, I don't know how. And then the ones who die now, as long as they believe in Jesus, they're fine. And then there's going to be some of us who will still be alive when Jesus comes down. And we'll be cool too. We'll be we'll be set. It's like, no, actually, all of you died mm, thousands of years at, and counting before uh, before Jesus came back. So I think you might have been, uh, been wrong on that one. Might have been a little off on your, uh, on your prediction there. So uh, we're on to Thessalonians 5. Here we go. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of day. We are not of the night nor of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night. And they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love for an helmet, the hope of salvation. So yeah, this is again, he's like, well, when's this going to happen? I don't know, but it's going to be off. Man, looks his watch. Uh, let's see, is the date. Uh, so spring forward, uh, fall back. <laughs> it's like, guys, uh, anytime. Okay, I'm not going to tell you exactly when, but don't sleep until it does. <laughs> I mean, he's being metaphorical, I guess, but still he's saying like, we need to be constantly vigilant. This will happen at any minute. You know, it's like, no, it's uh, been a couple thousand years. Hasn't happened. I don't know. That's a long time. A couple thousand years. I mean, if if the prophecy is like this is happening, and then all and and Paul, Pasol, who talked to Jesus, is like, yeah, this is happening. Hey, some of us will still be alive here. Don't worry if you're still alive when this happens. You know, there'll be a lot of it. No, it's actually the reverse. He says, 
don't worry about the people who have died. There's going to be a, p- a few people who will die before this happens. That's seriously how he phrases it. He's like, yeah, don't worry about the ones who have died. They'll be fine. And for that to be 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, you know, even that. But now we're on oh, 200 years, oh, 300 years, 400, 500, 2,000 years. I mean, sure, it's all, it's it's not like solidly contradictory or anything. I mean, he did write this down and I, I guess you could argue like, oh, he meant for it to be seen by all Christians. And, you know, so once it happens, the Christians at the time will have to be vigilant. But it's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think he would have written it a lot differently if that's what he thought. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have worried too much about the people who are dying before it happens or, or, uh, you know, it would have been like, yeah, we're all going to do that. That's, that's definitely, we're all going to die before it happens. Uh, there'll be somebody alive, but, uh, you know, not us. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him, whether comfort yourselves together and edify one another even as also ye do, and we beseech you, brethren, to know them that which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men. Oh, maybe Christians should, you know, follow that the things that are in their book here. Uh, that would be good. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men, all men. Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit, despise not prophesyings, prove all things, hold fast that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless under the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithfully is he that calleth you who also will do it. Brethren, pray for us. Greet all brethren with an holy kiss. I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. All right, that's the end of First Thessalonians. And uh, trivia question is the only Thessalonians that was written by Pasal. <laughs> Half of the Thessalonians were not written by Pasal, were written by some other dude. So, yeah, trivia. All right, 2 Thessalonians 1. <laughs> Paul and Silvanus and Timotheus, under the church of Thess- the Thessalonians, in God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, that's just the letterhead. Uh, we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you all toward each other aboundeth, so that we ourselves glory in you, in the churches of God for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that ye endure, which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God, that ye may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God for which ye also suffer." seeing it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. And to who you are, and to you who are troubled, rest with us when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels. 
in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God, and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power, when he shall come to be glorified in his saints and be admired in all them that believe, because our testimony among you was believed in that day. Wherefore, we also pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power, that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and ye in him according to the grace of our Lord uh, Jesus Christ. So, that was pretty boring. That was, sounded just like a general, like, hey, so the Lord, uh, Jesus and Jesus, and once again, Again, well, this is, a, it could have been a knockoff. And again, uh, Bart Ehrman uh, and a lot of scholars think this is a knockoff. Like someone is just, it's a knockoff. Someone just, just decided, I want to, yeah, I'm just going to write what I think Paul would have written. And then they did it. And so they must have looked over Paul's other letters and just said, man, this is an awful lot of Jesus crap, don't you think? So you want to write another letter of just Jesus crap? Yeah, got to write a letter and pretend we're Paul for some reason, for tax purposes or something. I don't know. <laughs> it like adjusts his will. He's like, oh, just one quick more thing. Uh, my uh, <laughs> my inheritance shall go to uh, yeah, whoever's writing the letter. All right, Second Thessalonians 2. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped so that he as God sitteth in the temple of the Lord, shewing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was with you, I told you these things? And now ye know that what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time, for the mystery of iniquity doth already work, only he who know, sorry, only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying and wonders, and with all deceivableness and of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved." And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they might all be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But we are bound to give thanks alway to God for you, brethren beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. Whereunto he called you by our gospel, to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, together by word or our epistle. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, 
comfort your hearts, and establish you in every good word and work. Yeah, I, you know, one of the arguments for this not being Pasal, which I, I kind of think is coming through even just to, to me reading the KJV, which is really hard to read, is like how more formal it is. He was so friendly with the first Thessalonians. <laughs> now the second Thessalonians comes around. He's like, ah, have we met? Anyway, uh, here's some Jesus bullshit. And, uh, you know, I hope all this works out and blah, blah, blah. Like the first one, he was like, oh, you guys, you're so great. I love you guys. You know, we're always, uh, you're always thinking of me and I'm always thinking of you and touching myself. <laughs> it's just really like, uh, I don't know, it's really informal. And then this one seems much more formal to me. It's kind of interesting. I mean, I guess you could argue like, I don't know, maybe this was 10 years later. And so 10 years later, you would have written differently. I'm, I'm not sure. It's hard to say. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. And we have confidence in the Lord touching you, that ye both do and will do the things which com we command you. And the Lord direct your hearts unto the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly, and not after the tradition which he received of us. For yourselves know how ye ought to follow us, for we behave not ourselves disorderly among you. Neither did we eat any man's bread for naught, but wrought with labor and travail night and day, that we may might not be chargeable to any of you. Not because we have not power, but to make ourselves an ensample unto you to follow us. For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any would not do work, sorry, would not work, neither should he eat. Hmm, so no freeloaders. That's interesting, because the apostles had that, like, freeloader Paul's, like, they were really communistic in the, in the beginning. They're like, yeah, pooled everything together. We all, they killed a dude for not, like, giving up his resources to the group. And it's kind of weird that now it's like, hey, no freeloaders. It's kind of bizarre. Uh, if any would not work, neither should he eat. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. Now them that are such we command and exhort by our, our Lord Jesus Christ, that with quietness they work and eat their own bread. But ye brethren, be not weary in well-doing. And if any man obey not our word by this epistle, note that man and have no company, company with him, that he may be ashamed. Yet count him not as an enemy, but admonish him as a brother. Now the Lord of peace himself give you peace always by all means. The Lord be with you all. The salutation of Paul with mine own hand, which is the token in every epistle, so I write. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Yeah, so it's that little part that kind of confirms suspicions, or, or rather raises suspicions. It's like, uh, yeah, so that's all I have to say. This is definitely Paul. That Totally Paul. This is me, Paul, saying that I'm done writing. <laughs> so it's like, hmm, I wonder if this was really Paul. Because <laughs> it's, it's weird that he would say that. It, he didn't say that in any of the other letters. So anyway, that's the end of our reading for today. We finished all those Thessalonians. I talked about, oh, you know what's an option I didn't put in the poll? Thomasinthebible.com slash poll. Go vote. 
I didn't put uh, the portable atheist. That would be interesting. I could do not a funny podcast, which this one's arguably not funny. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> it's like kind of funny. Uh, but uh, I could do just a serious one, like talk about the ideas of the portable atheist uh, and the different readings and stuff. So that's one I could have put. If that's one you would have voted for, send me a message or something. Because like, I don't know. I have no idea. Probably not. Probably people would rather keep, uh, rather I keep the religious book theme. And that's fine. But it's just something I thought I could have included it. But anyway. All right. Uh, I'd like to thank my patrons over at patreon.com slash T and the B. Please support the show. Please do. Uh, it's much appreciated. Uh, no new patrons to thank this week there. So I'm going to cry myself to sleep with no new patrons to thank. But I do have my all-time greats. John Bodley, thank you so much. Chris Lukowski, Marcel, Philip Gatt, Sarah McPike, Nicole Shepard, Japan, Dan, George Green, Charles Bangwiner, Tom Chambers, Brian Gerford, Lee Primesberger, John P., Travis Peterson, Eriberto, and Rob. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show and making it happen. I love you, and I will see you next week. I'm, I'm looking forward to the poll numbers. I'm going to keep that open for a while, though, so um, that we'll see where it goes. All right, thanks for listening. See ya. <laughs>